BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together we answer curious questions in the world. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. That's the second <laughs> appearance of the written down intro. Yeah. I don't know. Which one do you guys like better, last week's or this week's? Let us know. Oh, were they not the same? No, they were a little different. I didn't like last week's. It felt too like corporate-y. Yeah, let, I was gonna. I thought you were saying, "Let us know what you like more—the written down or just the random made-up one each time that we stumble through." I mean, whatever people like, we're here for the people. That's true. We are here for the people. How you been? I've been good. I we were talking just before uh, recording that we've both been incredibly busy lately Insanely with Tcor work stuff but also just like other life stuff i've specifically uh, just had a lot of like band stuff we put out our first Mm -hmm. full music video today well the the day we're recording this podcast so if you're a fan of lantern by c please go watch that or if you're not just listen to them they're cool indie band yeah and uh we just spent yeah and, and like played shows and and done a bunch of stuff so it's just been like crazy busy and uh, there's also like not it's not gonna stop we have like more stuff coming that we're working on another music Ugh. video another song another music video for that song Jeez, that's insane yeah but it's all it's all good i'm like happy to be busy happy to be doing stuff so it's fun i like it i'm here for How about it you like you said life is crazy like, yeah. I don't really have an update. I've just been traveling a lot, seeing a lot, doing a lot, and making plans for 2024, like making intentional plans for the random theory and T-Core and just figuring out what to bring to 2024 so we can level up. Yeah, that's important. I think that's, it is that's important. A, good, a good thing because the year is already almost over. It's insane. It is insane. I can't believe how like time is literally just like flying by. It's crazy. It feels like it's flying by and it also hasn't at the same time in a, in a weird way. I feel that. I, I don't I don't know, but 1000%. Shall we move into some ratings and reviews for day week? 
I think we shall. I'm actually going off script again here. Whoa. I know. I've got some YouTube comments. So this is from the sleep paralysis episode. I think we talked about storm chasing in it, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are a few people that commented on there uh, regarding that. Okay. Well, they got one. One person specifically said Southern Illinois University actually has a storm chasing class and they, they said do. they could get us in touch with the professor if we want. <gasps> that would be so sick. That comes from Dylan Weaver, by the way. I didn't shout that out, but that Dylan, thank you so much. Dylan, that would be so sick. So they yeah. used to actually offer that like you could take it as a summer course at Okay. And so a lot of like meteorologists in the South would go take that course. So like at NC State, like they would you basically just go take a course, an adjunct course there during the during your college time because you yeah. can't storm chase in the South, like we talked about. Right. But yeah, I I mean I looked into it. I would have loved that because you should be highly, highly educated if you're gonna go storm chasing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll have to see what the future holds. But Dylan, we might be reaching out to do to try and get that contact. Seriously, yeah, that would be amazing, Dylan. Dylan, thank yeah, you I'm so much. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah, thank you, Dylan. What you got? I have a reading and review from Apple Podcast. It says hi! Exclamation point! Like a lot of exclamation points. Question marks. Question mark. Question mark. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Question mark. Question mark. Smiley face. Uh, okay. And it comes from Siege the Beach. <laughs> Siege the Beach. All right. Yeah. And it says, you guys should do a podcast on why gravity works. And they said, here's my joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Little old lady. Little old lady who? I didn't know you could yodel. Oh, yeah. Okay. Little old lady who? Little old lady who? Um, classic that's a classic that is a classic and literally last week we did an episode on how gravity works we did we did so if you want to know how gravity works and some other weird facts about gravity because it's way more complicated and more interesting than like even i was anticipating uh you guys can go listen to episode 102 it's called gravity is weird after this podcast yeah, go check it out. Grace uses a very nice elevator analogy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and just blows everyone's mind. It was super interesting. Well, Siege the Beach, thank you for that rating and review and the yodeling moment. We love a good yodel. Love a good, You know, anytime you can get a good yodel in, it's a good day. So, Guys, if you want to shout out, make sure you leave us a rating and review or send us an email at... RandomTheoryPod at gmail.com. Um, you can also leave a YouTube comment. We'll read those. You can respond to the Q&A on Spotify. We're also reading those. We love it when you guys uh, leave those. And it helps out the podcast more than you know. So say hi. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to have a podcast idea. Just let us know what you like, what you don't like. We're, we're totally here for it. Or if you're curious about something and wants to do the research for you, we'll put it in our listener curiosity section, which is coming up right after this break. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I love how curious our listeners are, truthfully. I do too. I think it's literally the best thing about this podcast. Well, I we said in the 100th episode that I love that we get to explore new things, but I also love that we have created this group of people that want to that are so curious and want to explore new things. Yeah, and aren't afraid to ask questions. I think that's what I love the most is everyone here is asking questions and wants answers to things, especially like things that you wouldn't even think about. I think we did one literally on like dog's feet and why they smell like Fritos. And we did one on like why cats have retractable claws and like dogs don't. So like things that people notice in their everyday life, like that's what we're discovering here on the listener curiosity corner. We answer your guys's questions that you leave in ratings and reviews and topics that you're curious about. Something you notice in the world that sparks your curiosity of how and why. And I will say, since this is just the second episode doing this, we did change up our format. We're doing a new format. Let us know if you like it. We're, it's, it's a little more structured now, a little less free form, but hopefully still just as good. Let us know. And the best part about listener curiosity and the reason I like it is because it can come from Spotify, it can come from YouTube, it can come from email. Because for a while we were only doing Apple Podcasts, like what people were yeah. leaving for rating and reviews there. But now we're doing like across all the platforms. So if you have something you're curious about, leave it and it might get put into listener curiosity. So yeah. without further ado, this week's listener curiosity comes from Luca is goaded and they titled it uh ogrt with two little science pals which i love okay it also comes from apple podcast and it says hi grace and josh i'm luca from st louis missouri love that your name is luca and you live in st louis that's fun it that says fun. i've been with t since grant was there i love the pod and keep the amazing random theory science pals alive I'm glad you like the science pals. We do too. I want a hat that says science pal, just in like cosmic sands on the hat. Like nothing like really elaborate. Yeah. Like just a black hat with some like super simple basic white text that just says like science pal on it. Dude, I would, I would wear the crap out of that thing. I would too. Should we get a hat? Do we just do it? I think. That just says science pal. Science pals out there. Right in. This is this is urgent. We need to we need to decide this. So especially because like it could be a fun little Christmas present. Like ooh, 
For like stock, like to put in stockings, like GCU, VU, VU, and all their little friends. The whole crew. And siblings. <laughs> the whole crew could have science <laughs> palettes. I don't know okay. why they came to mind. They're just a family that watches the podcast uh, consistently. They're, so they're our like um probably number one family. So we got the whole family yeah. involved. So listeners, science pals, please write in as soon as you hear this. Let us know. Should we do a hat? And if we if we get a resounding yes, we'll do a hat. Yeah, I I just really want a hat. Like, I don't even care I if anyone too. buys it. Like, I just want one that says Science Pals. Like, just very basic. <sighs> That's kind of where I'm at, too. I'm wearing this. I've, I always wear this Lantern by Sea hat because it's my, my yeah. band. But also, I just like the hat. And so having one that said Science Pals would be great, too. I think we have, might have to do it. I think you're even just for us, just get two hats. Anyway, Luca from St. Louis mm-hmm. <laughs> wants to know if we're getting hats. Just kidding. That's not what Luca wants to know. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Luca wants to know how and why do our brains react to ads and commercials and how do they get us to buy it? This oh. is a great question, especially like with Christmas coming up and everything. We can keep you guys sure. from all being fooled. He included a riddle, which I know you love riddles, Josh. Okay. I'm ready to feel dumb. Bring it on. <laughs> One night, a king and a queen enter a castle. The next day, three people come out of the castle. A king, a queen, and a... Okay, so I'm going to say a knight spelled with a K because I think the first knight was also spelled with a K. Is that... You got it right. You got the okay. riddle right. Okay. That was <laughs> Josh when you won read it. riddles three. <laughs> Take that, Riddles. Let's go. Well, <laughs> when you said it, that was what I was like. I zeroed in on night when you said it and just yeah. didn't hear the rest of the, the riddle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it happens that way. All right, Luca, we're here to answer your question because this is a very intriguing question, like with the psychology involved of commercials. Yeah. Truthfully, like it's a great question. So- it takes the unconscious mind just a few milliseconds. Milliseconds. Like a few wow. milliseconds. Yeah. That's less than a second. <laughs> I, I to, think it is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. To react to a piece of advertising, which is far faster than the conscious brain. So your unconscious mind is already like processing things before like your conscious brain is. How do you feel about ads? Like if you're watching, you know, a YouTube video or, you know, whatever, Hulu, something, how do you feel about ads? If I am paying for the service, I think it's jank. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I fully agree. But if Netflix were to start showing ads, like, and I've already paid for the membership, like if you're doing like free Netflix and they're showing you ads, like you don't have any room to complain. But if you're like doing the paid version and there's ads, like I think that's pretty jank. Kind of the same capacity where like I have YouTube TV. Uh I'm paying for that service, right? Yeah. Like I would rather there be a mode where it's like I can ignore all commercials because you know how sometimes on YouTube TV, I don't know if you have YouTube TV, do you? No, I have YouTube premium. Oh, okay. So with YouTube TV, sometimes they will like play um, like nature sounds or something or like show relaxing scenes and like enjoy this relaxing moment because they're like they don't they didn't sell ad space or something. And I wish there was an option to always do that because like I'm paying for YouTube TV. I shouldn't have yeah. to watch ads. And it's not cheap. That's too. just my YouTube opinion. TV is is pretty steep. No, I'm paying like nine eighty to ninety dollars. Yeah. For YouTube TV. Yeah. 
this is something I could get a little hot on, uh, but I'll try not to. But I, <laughs> I fully agree that like if you're paying for a service, it is pretty ridiculous to also then be shown ads. Yeah. If it's a free service, then obviously you are the product. Um, yeah, suck it up. So you, it's okay. <laughs> I, well, okay. So, and this is where I could get a little hot, and I'll keep it short because we're trying to move through this. But I always see people complaining about YouTube ads, videos with ads, and especially right now, YouTube started blocking the popular ad blockers. So people would use ad blockers. YouTube started detecting that and basically not allowing them to use them. And there was a there was a big like dust up on Reddit. You know, people saying like, this is ridiculous, YouTube, you know, and look, like I get, I understand, you know, people were saying, oh, some of the ads, they're just for these like janky, scammy mobile games or whatever, you know, like sure, ridiculous yeah. stuff. And it's like, absolutely, I understand that. But one, YouTube has massive server costs to to uh, host and stream to you thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of hours of content for free and then also those youtube creators that you're enjoying that is how they make money yeah and that's why i don't get upset about <laughs> youtube ads because like yeah. that's supporting my life so i don't get upset about it right and i think obviously like we have a different perspective somebody that's not sure. actively uh, like supporting their lifestyle through youtube would have a different perspective but I mean, yeah, that is literally, that is how Grace and I make a living. And so for us, um, as the example, like we are providing a product for someone to watch for yeah. free. So like you should be okay. You should be okay with seeing a little ad before it. Um, I get some of them are stupid and annoying and, and some of them go on way too long and you can't skip them and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I just think that's the trade-off. And also, let me drop you a hot tip, anyone out there. Find six friends and have one friend sign up for a YouTube premium family plan and then split the cost with everyone. Bang, that is what done. that is That is what I have done with six of my friends and it costs... $40 for the year. That's awesome. If you're really hating those ads, but you don't want to pay full price for YouTube premium yourself, split it with six people. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> back to uh, commercials and how they're designed. Advertising creates a Pavlonian response. So basically, we're all like Pavlov's dogs. Uh, sure. So people don't choose how to consume advertising. It literally is just happening to us. Uh, and you're left with the distinct sense that you either like one brand and dislike another, even though you can't explain why if you ask people. Like mm. if I were to ask you what water brand you prefer, you would be able to give me an answer and you would tell me which definitely, one you Definitely not Dasani. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone? So yeah, you are <laughs> definitely right. But it's also the same concept for like Home Depot versus Lowe's. Like, right. who do you like more? And if you were to ask someone, like a regular person, they wouldn't be able to give you an answer why they like one over the other. It's just like right. the way that it is. I was just going to say I like Home Depot more than Lowe's, but only because of that cat video. You know what See? I'm talking about? See? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's still advertising at the end of the day. That's true. That that could totally be like some like guerrilla advertising, you know, like 
weird ad advertising for. is all about creating an emotional response mm. that yes. precedes the rational functionalities of our brains. That's rational. like huge right there. Like, you know, yeah. when you were little and you see little kids like playing with toys on TV or something. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted those things. You want that toy now because you watched someone play with it and watch them have a ton of fun. Yeah, or like uh, the crazy cereal or candy commercials and stuff. You wanted to get all in on that. Yeah, and companies rarely talk objectively about the benefits of their products. They instead do something evocative and Uh it's designed to pull at your heartstrings and it's all deliberate. It's all like, I remember watching kids on television play with toys and I would be like, almost have like FOMO or fear of missing out. If you don't know what FOMO means, it means fear of missing out. Like I would have severe FOMO over like watching kids play with toys that I didn't have. And then if I got the toy, like it ended up being a piece of junk. Always. Yeah. It's always always a piece of junk. Always a piece of junk. So here's what's crazy. In the 1970s, people were exposed, get this, 500 ads per day. In the 1970s. In the 1970s. So like think about like Coca-Cola billboards and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I was just, I was literally thinking like TV ads, but I didn't think about obviously like physical Like billboards, radio ads, TV things, magazine ads. Exactly. Nowadays, roughly 5,000 ads per day. 5,000 ads a day we are exposed to wow isn't that insane that is a lot and even more staggering there are 5.3 trillion display ads shown online every single year 5.3 trillion yes 5.3 trillion ads shown online every year and honestly, I don't remember um, what year this was that I got like this data and information from. Uh-huh. I think it was like pre-2020. And I'm sure it has gone up significantly, staggeringly with the complete rise of influencers, ads sure. on Instagram, ads on Facebook and YouTube. So I'm sure it's like everything is elevated even more now. Just because I was curious and looked up how many minutes are in a day because I, I didn't have that off the top of my head. That is more than double an ad a minute in a day. If it's 5,000 ads, there's 1,440 uh, minutes in a day. So you're seeing more than t- two, oh, a little over two ads a minute on average. Which makes sense because most ads are like 15 to 30 seconds nowadays. Well, and especially you know if you're thinking like you were saying Instagram feed... You know, you're just mm-hmm. blowing through that thing. You could see like five ads in a minute or something or even more. Seriously. So on average, a child sees 20,000 30 second commercials every year. An adult oh sees an average God. of 2 million on a yearly basis. 2 million. 2 million ads on a yearly basis. Wow. That is so That's much. In- that's so much exposure to brand. No wonder our like whole humanity in itself is just like completely overwhelmed because you're completely yeah. being bombarded all the time. And like we're guilty of it. Like we have ads in our podcast. It's true. We're exposing Sorry, you to ads. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like we're part of the problem. Well, Sorry, it's me. We're the problem. Uh, it's I'm me. The problem. Hi, I'm it's the problem. <laughs> 
So advertisers and marketers know that people readily respond when they find anything enjoyable, noteworthy, or interesting. And they use that to make their brand popular. And these target ad campaigns are based on that. So it may be an interesting image, music, a story, or the brand itself that catches the eye of a person. Uh, And Mm. a, a good advertising firm will be able to identify the viral content and use it in their ads. Yeah, that's what I feel like that's what's so interesting about ads that maybe some people don't realize they're not making an ad to say like, here's all the things you need to know about our product. No, the ad would be two seconds long. (laughs) Yeah, well, or it just would be boring. And that's not the goal. Advertisers aren't making ads to tell you about a product, you know, in that way to like get you to buy it. To give you the lifestyle. They they are literally well, and it's like awareness. They're just making yeah. it so, you know, it's like all the hundreds and hundreds of car insurance commercials. They're not yeah. expecting you to see a Geico commercial and then go right then and you know get some Geico insurance. They right. just want you. They want to build that awareness so that down the road, when you obviously need car insurance, in the back of oh, your mind, Geico. you're like, oh yeah, yeah, Geico. Uh, I know about or like- Geico. Jake from State Farm, Flo from, from Progressive. Sa- yeah, Progressive. Oh my word, there's so many of them. <laughs> there's yeah, but like there's so many that like create these people and stories and like relatability in your head that just yeah. like makes you not be able to forget them. Speaking of that, yep. that's the emotion over rational content. So ads ah. are geared towards both thinking and feeling. However, feeling seems to be ranked higher. So based on a campaign's performance, 31% of ads with emotional pull succeeded versus 16% success with ads that focus on rational content. Okay. Which is why when you see these ads like the like progressive commercials or like whatever it is, they try to really lean into like the overly exaggerated emotional aspects. Usually comedy. Yeah. Is is usually you know most most ads lean into having some sort of comedic whatever, but I was just thinking that reminded me. Do you remember at like mid pandemic or mid to twenty twenty when there were all those ads that were literally like the exact same from every large brand that all had the line of like in these uncertain tough times. times. Yes. Yeah. Every single one of them had that, which like, is rational same- content. Well, and but they were also like very emotional. They were trying to be like, yeah, you know, we're here for you. We're a good brand. We, you know, we care about yeah. our customers or whatever. So those ads that trigger sentiments do so using different themes. So the pride, the love, achievement, empathy, friendship, loneliness, or yeah. memories perform best. So like they obviously re- leaned in really heavy to the loneliness. So something else that's really interesting after we get okay. off the loneliest topic is color impact. So okay. we're all aware that color can evoke a certain feeling within a person. Sure. This is used heavily in sales and branding. Color plays a strong role in conversion as well. So this is something that like we even use here on T-Core. Uh, studies yeah. have shown that a call to action button of an outline ad from light green to yellow can increase conversion rates by 14.5%. Yeah, that is an interesting, like, I don't know, has anyone ever thought, you know, every single checkout button was green usually. Yep. 
And a colored border around a Facebook ad image can also double the click-through rate. So color mm-hmm. contrast is helping too. So reach search is shown that by using contrasting colors of two links within a single image can increase the conversion rate by 60%. That's interesting. I would assume... Super crazy. It probably just helps it pop, you know? Just makes yeah. it more... Uh, stands out from the rest of the Facebook noise. <laughs> For sure. But it's just so interesting that, you know, there is like a such thing as color theory. It's why you got, yeah. you have flow in like a white and blue outfit and Jake from State Farm is in red and white. Like you get these yeah. very simple colors that are very powerful and like pull people in. That's also why, you know, we, T-Core has yellow as our color because it's bright and energetic and whatever. Yeah. And like every social media company, it's changed a little bit, especially after Elon Musk had his way with Twitter. But (laughs) yeah, every single one was blue because blue is a very calming color. And so they wanted that association with Facebook and Twitter and like Tumblr was also blue. Tumblr, what a time. Tumblr. Dude, Tumblr I think is still a thing. I think it like died for a while and has is now coming back. I don't know. I Who don't knows? know. And you it's got Reddit. Me. That's red and angry. <laughs> <laughs> Reddit's yeah, just sense. red and angry. <laughs> it's just it's just a lot of anger, you know, yeah. whatever. A lot of people just yelling into a void. And you know, it's it's really interesting because like you're talking about, you have these two colors that convey emotions. There's actually sure. two types of emotive responses when pe- they're okay. creating these ads. So they're both used in industry and have provided astonishing results. So okay. the first one is based on empathy. An empathetic response is when a person empathizes with or feels close to a brand after seeing an advertisement. So this is achieved uh, by showing images such as children, cats, dogs, and babies in ads. That's why we okay. all feel the need to adopt a dog when the eyes of an angel comes on and you see the Oof. little sad faces of puppies in a in a pound. Yeah, that'll get you. Every single time that one gets me. I have to like literally <laughs> turn off the song and like put my head down. Uh, otherwise, sure. I would have 10 trillion dogs. The second response is creativity. So a creative response happens when an ad makes a person feel that the brand is ahead of the game or imaginative. So a class, mm. it's basically a class all of its own. Um, gotcha. And this is achieved by perfecting the tone of the voiceover, the proper casting, the settings, storylines, and even the background music. Basically a YouTube video. I feel like a prime example of that in this day and age. I mean, there's a lot. I feel like that's like the one that most are striving for. But a prime example of that has to be Ryan Reynolds with uh, his many companies that he owns, but specifically oh, he yeah. owns Mint, Mint Mobile. The ads are just like ridiculous and so they're awesome. different. They're yeah, I mean they're they're good ads. Like he's, he's it's good content, and he's a clearly yeah. a great businessman. Not sponsored by Mint Mobile, by the way. No, uh, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. But yeah, it's it's super interesting. Uh, you can literally go and like watch ads and mm-hmm. like on YouTube, like if you search like the best 10 ads and you'll see yeah. all these things like playing throughout. It's like every year at the Super Bowl comes out, you know, we expect Doritos to have a great commercial. We expect Budweiser to have a great commercial with the Clydesdales yeah. Um, yeah. in the farm. You just expect to like feel moved watching commercials, whether it's good or bad. 
Yeah, I feel like us talking about this is going to kind of ruin some ads for people because now you're going to be like hyper aware of what is this ad doing to me as I watch, you yeah. know, like as you watch it, you're going to kind of be thinking about it, but that's probably not a bad thing. No, it's so interesting you say that because I literally was when I was doing research on this because before I pulled my talking points, I was doing some mm-hmm. research and a therapist did a whole like she had a blog or something and she did a whole thing about ads and how like with some of her like children patients like yeah. watching ads, she had to teach them to like disassociate basically and like mm. remind them that like these ads aren't real, like it's not real life, like they're designed to make you feel a certain way, they're designed to be a certain way and stuff like yeah. that. Which is super interesting because now, like I, I don't, like I read this book, like we've been trying to fix the YouTube channel for T-Core and I read this book <laughs> called Storyworthy and I will never look at a movie the same way again. Like I know right. the ending five seconds into the movie. Right. And it, yeah. And, and it's like ruined movies for me, truthfully, because I, I see it coming. Now with ads, I'm going to be looking at them and I'm going to be like, okay, I got you. Cool. You're playing with my psychology. Yeah. You're like, I know what this is doing for me here. Yeah. I know what this is yeah. like, what's happening. I know what's going on here. So it, it is really interesting, truthfully. And it kind of takes, I don't want to say it takes the magic away, but it kind of makes it feel better. In a weird way. I hate that I've ruined movies for myself, but like, I don't know. I just like to understand like why I feel the way that I do. I fully agree. I, I very much enjoy under, you know, obviously, I mean, that's why we do this podcast. We're clearly very curious people. And so, but I very much enjoy knowing what's going on with myself or, you know, why am I feeling this way or why is this doing this thing? So I mean, yeah, yeah, I I like that even about movies and stuff like that, where I'm like, oh, wow, they did this thing, you know, this uh, typical story structure and it worked and it made me feel emotional. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It ruined it in a way because I feel like, yeah, you can't just get lost in it. I still like I I think it's a, just a different maybe more of like an appreciation for it now cuz you can see for sure. you you can see those rails that you're clearly riding on. Yeah. But you can you can appreciate that someone still did that, I guess. It's just so interesting. You're like psychology that goes with everything. It is. I mean, that's all of this is, you know, it's all very much psychology based and, you know, getting into people's heads and basically like people go to college for this yeah people go to college for this to be like mastermind producers and commercial people yeah like market researchers and yeah Yeah. the you know ad agencies like that's all they do Mm -hmm. is they know exactly what to do to make a brand more likable or sell better or whatever it's super interesting yeah i mean the the whole psychology thing like we're talking about i mean it's all so fascinating and slightly horrifying in a way (laughs) very much so but i think it's a fascinating topic so luca from st louis thank you so much for writing in and being curious about that i think it's a fascinating idea and and very interesting thing to be aware of at least for sure Uh, luca i want to know what ad made you start questioning it Ooh. That would be interesting. I want to know what ad it was that uh, really made you question what you were thinking about and watching. That would be really interesting. Okay. So speaking of advertising, 
this week. Oh yeah. The thing that I learned on Reddit, because that's what you new, learn on Reddit new, this week, Josh. That is a new uh, segment of our show. This is Josh's segment. This is this is my. Uh, I just learned things on Reddit, and so now I feel like we should call it this week on Reddit. I learned and fact checked. <laughs> <laughs> that is important, and I said that last week. That you know, if you yeah. if you're on Reddit and you see something interesting, make sure to just. Check it elsewhere to make sure it's not just somebody spewing some misinformation or something. This week on Reddit, I learned and then fact checked. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I learned on Reddit, and it's actually two facts. Okay, what is it? Both of them are mind blowing. One of them, I, I don't know if you know, it wasn't in this. This was the, the thing I learned. It was already assuming you knew this information, but I didn't. Oh, no. So first, first up, do you know, have you ever heard of the phrase a michelin star restaurant have you heard yes. that like a fancy yeah. usually it's like a really nice restaurant is a michelin yes. star and then there's the different stars obviously so, so this is the first fact the michelin star rating is the same michelin that manufactures tires yes i did yes, know that you didn't did you know okay this article was assuming you already knew that i didn't know if anyone out there knew that it's really interesting so if you go yeah, so if you go into a Michelin star restaurant, they have like a Michelin, like some of them will have the Michelin pack on the wall or the Michelin mm -hmm. like plaque on the wall, like the official certificate. Yeah. And it literally has the Michelin man on it. It's got the big like puffy Michelin Fluffy man. guy, yes. Yeah, so then taking it even further, and this is why it's it's actually kind of tied into our commercials and ads here. The reason Yeah, tell me more cuz I am curious as how the how it's related, but I never questioned it. I was just always like, "Oh, okay." Well, yeah, like I'd heard it, I'd found that out in the past, and I was like, "That's kind of weird, a tire company reviewing yeah. restaurants." Well, here's the re here's why. Here's why they did it. I'll just read. This is straight from their website, michelin.com. They have an about <laughs> thing. It all started in central France in 1889. When okay. the two Michelin brothers founded their tire company. All right. In order to help motorists develop their trips, thereby boosting car sales and in turn oh. tire sales, the Michelin brothers produced a small guide filled with handy information for travelers, such as maps, information on how to change a tire, where to fill up on petrol, and the best places to eat. Wow. That's so fascinating. They literally started raiding restaurants to get people to drive to them, therefore using tires, wearing them out so that then they would buy more wow. tires from them. <laughs> That's amazing. That's some Isn't sneaky that? marketing right there. Isn't that? Wow. That is so what? Like that is such a good marketing plan. But it's also like so brilliant because it's so easy and it like falls like perfectly in line. Like it all, it's like yeah. mind blowing, but it also like makes sense in a weird way. Right, right. Like it's, yeah, it's like you hear that and you're like, oh yeah, I get that makes sense. But yeah, if you didn't know that, then it is absolutely like a weird, like we were saying, it is like Michelin. Why are they, what do they have business yeah. in restaurants? Like what? But there you go. That is, that is why they are. A, there is a Michelin star rating for restaurants. I love that. That's amazing. That's pretty wild, right? 
It blew it's like my to mind. just get people on the road to travel. That's so crazy. I love that. This is my favorite this week on Reddit I learned so far. It's a good one. It was a good... I, I was really loving that one. We'll see what next week brings, but that this is a high bar I've set. <laughs> <laughs> you have set a very high bar. That was really interesting. But yeah, that is that is what I learned on Reddit this week. Uh, that's the podcast. If you like what you heard, uh, <laughs> make sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Um, send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. Respond to the Spotify Q&A. Leave a comment on YouTube. All the ways to get in touch with us. There's so many, but we appreciate all of them. We do appreciate all of them. Also, feel free to send this to a friend. That helps yes. out a ton Absolutely. as well. Send yes. us to a friend you think that will find this interesting um, and yeah. that's curious about the world around them too. Yeah, I think so. I think that would be good. You want to make sure to spread the science pals. Get get some more yeah. people in the gang and get a science also, pal hat. <laughs> let us let us know. I was just going to say also let us know about the hats. Should we do hats? We let us know. Let us know. Just comment or comment hats or leave a review that says hats or send us an email that just says hats. Something. There we don't know. Go. Just Something. let us know if you want hats. <laughs> That yeah, let's just make it known where you stand on hats, and then we'll maybe make hats. But also, don't be shocked hats if Grace no and I just have hats all of a sudden. And then you're gonna be <laughs> jealous that you and you're gonna want them. So yeah. All right, I'm gonna go uh, turn on Hulu and watch a majority of ads, ads. for an episode of TV. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. <laughs> at least you know now that the ads are targeting you for a very specific reason. It's true. Yeah, I know what they're doing. I'm on to them. All right, science pals. That's it for this episode. Thanks for hanging out with us, having fun, learning something new along the way. We hope you answered your questions and we'll be back next week with some more answers to your questions about the world. Bye, everyone. Bye, science pals. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.